They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to the show today. We have a very special guest that I'm sure you're going to absolutely enjoy her and her story. And today we have Cassie Parks. Cassie is the fairy godmother for people who struggle to manifest more than their parking spaces. I love that. (laughs) Though through her positive reality podcasts, books, and online coaching programs, she shakes up the approach to use the law of attraction while making it all feel easy, practical, and of course, lots of fun. So Cassie, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you today. So Cassie, take us back and share us a little bit of your backstory, because I'm sure you didn't actually get to this point to where you could manifest the things that you were wanting right away. So take us back and share with us a little bit of your Absolutely. So start here. Cause I think this is where a lot of people, mine was pretty early on, but when the first time I ever manifested money, I was in eighth grade, there was a, um, like a fundraiser. If you went home, you sold so many things. You could put your name in a hat and there were five $20 bills to be won. So, uh, yeah. So I went home, I sold the things, no problem. Before I went to bed, I closed my eyes and I visualized sitting in my seat in choir. Cause it was a choir fundraiser sitting in my seat, seeing my teacher pull out a name and hearing my name called walking down the steps and getting that $20. And the next day I was the third name called and I walked down the steps and I got my $20 <laughs> and I even left it attached to that paper for a very long time in my little safe that I had in my room and, um, twice safe. And <laughs> I would always love to say like, Oh, from then on, I was amazing manifester, but that's not true. Right. And, (laughs) and I think that's what happens for most people. If they're using the law of attraction, like, Oh, I can create things. And so they might set sort of just an easy intention at first and something happens really fast. And then they get into this place where they don't know how to keep it going. And that's where I got, you know? So I was in my 20, I always believed that, you know, I've always been into psychology and studying the way our mind works and believe that we can create what we want, whether you call it the law of attraction, whether you call it like self-fulfilling prophecies, whether you use, you know, a different psychological study to identify that I've always believed we have that power. So I'm curious, was Mm -hmm. that something to do with your upbringing that you were so into manifesting things or could believe enough that you could, you know, um, it's interesting because yes. And no, I would say my mom. So my mom, uh, 
they lived in this house. They moved to this house after I moved out, but it was in 30 acres. It was beautiful. It's called Sedona Hills. It's in Colorado, but it looks like Sedona Mm. and Arizona. And she told me once that, you know, after my dad, we had a company picnic. It was far. It was like an hour from where I grew up. You know, she goes, one time we drove through there and I said, I'm going to live here someday. She goes, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but it did. And so she, she didn't necessarily teach that to us. or she wasn't going around saying that, but she was living that life. And then on the other side, I had my dad who very much told me, so my parents sort of, they equivalent to one, a small lottery in a buyout or a sale of his company and his, and so it was a little, but for me, he always had told me before that, how lucky he was to make the money, how, you know, he'd gotten lucky seven times in his career and they had asked him to do this job and he tried it. And then he just, you know, because he didn't have a college degree, but they would say, okay, well, we need this person. Do you want to be this person? And so my dad was very much, it was lucky. It wasn't necessarily his skill or this. And so I grew up when they got that amount of, when, you know, I knew what he was making and then they got this amount of money. And when I was, this is around the time I was entering college and I, you know, I was studying psychology and I thought I wanted to be a counselor. And, you know, for me, his story of like got lucky meant to me, well, I can't, I don't, I can't create that. I can't work as hard as he did. I don't want to work the 80 hours that he put in to get where he was. And so it was a little bit of battling stories. And I had to figure out where was my story and what, and how was I going to create my own story from those two stories to begin to create that. So while I believed it on one hand, I also like a lot of people had other beliefs that were in contradiction to that. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, continue on with your story. I was just so curious to see if you had a background. So that's interesting that you, they actually showed you more by actions. Yes. By things they said and did. So I really love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the advice that I give when any parent asks me, like, how do I teach my kid about money? Like you have to figure out your money stuff. You had to figure out your money story. They're going to learn way more by the choices than you sitting down and trying to teach them how to balance their debit card. Cause I feel like no one has a checkbook anymore. Right. Mm. But they're going to learn way more by watching you and observing how you spend money. Do you stress? Are you always saying yes? They pick up that way more than like a 30 minute money lesson, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Love that. Love yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, it's making me think, how was I with my kids? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always provided well for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember there were things that we would like, they would desire and maybe it wasn't something we'd get like right then, but it seemed to come. So I wonder awesome. if in the background and my kids are all doing very well. Awesome. So I wonder if that isn't why interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you ask if that, you know, yeah, I am going to actually, that's that's really a good thought. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, And so then, you know, I went into my twenties. I thought I wanted to be a counselor. I realized I needed something that was faster. So I kind of got into some energetic healing stuff. And what I really wanted was to build my own practice. I thought it would be in the energetic healing. And then I kind of shifted to a more coaching. Um, But I really wanted to help. I'd always wanted to be counselor as long as I could remember. Right. And then that was too slow. And so I wanted to build this. And meanwhile, I had the, I had a job and I was trying and struggling to build 
sustainable coaching practice so I could leave my job. And I was just doing it all wrong, right? In the back of my mind, I believed I could, but what I was doing was pushing, 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 just mm. draining myself. Yeah, it does not work. And, it does and- not work. <laughs> Been there, I, done that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so finally, you know, I got to a place where I was like, I don't want to live like this. This is too much. I'm going to put it all down. I'm going to step back. And when I did that, and I'm going to live my life, I'm going to go be happier. I'm going to go do the things that I want. I'm not going to put off hanging out with my friends to do my business. I'm going to hang out with my friends and figure the business stuff out later. And when I did that pretty shortly after, I remember having a conversation and I was like, what do you really want? And I went back to when I was 19 and I learned that you could um, be financially free. You could have a passive income that paid your bills. And I was like, that's what I want. I want a coaching practice, but more than that, I want to be financially free. Mm-hmm. And so I set that intention. And with six months, I was technically financially free. Uh, I bought a property that I could have lived in and I already had some investment properties and they would have paid the mortgage on that property. It was a little too small. And that was a little bit too little of an income for me, but that technically was my freedom date. And so I could go into work different. And I stayed another year and got more properties and manifested an amazing property where I had a carriage house that paid the whole mortgage. And I had a two bedroom condo on the property. And, and so, yeah, and that all happened when I started to let go and I started to live and yes. <laughs> so that's- yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here going, yes, I remember. I remember stepping back and saying, okay, I'm pushing way too hard, just like you said. And it wasn't till I stepped back and started doing the things I enjoyed, which sounds so counterproductive. Like it seems like there is no way because you need all this time because you feel like you're, you're using all this energy. But you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't work to push it. It, What Mm -hmm. works is when you step back and I started painting again and it was like a whole new ball game, like totally changed how I felt, what I was manifesting, just all of those things. So you are right on. I totally agree with what you're saying right now. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and I get that a lot from my clients, the same, like once they start working, they're like, I don't know what I was doing. Like I was pushing. I I can't tell you like the same as me. I can't tell you what all I was doing, but whatever it was, was not working. I was always doing my business, but it was not, it was not anything that moved forward. And so, you know, I manifested enough passive income to pay my bills. I didn't replace my salary, but for me, the freedom was worth more than the money. Mm -hmm. So when I could pay my bills and I could live decently, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm leaving. And then about three months after I left, I launched a course called Money, 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 which I was inspired to create. I outlined it before I left my job. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to create this and I'm going to launch it. And it launched with 250 people. It was a five-figure launch. I made five figures. I had never made that much in my coaching business ever. The most I'd ever made was like $1,000 in a month. And wow, so to have, awesome. and I don't know the exact number and I don't have everything. I wish I would have kept better tracks. I could get, but I know that it was over, it was over $10,000. And so, you know, that was like, Oh, okay. And then that's what people wanted to learn from me. 
And so I started there and I kept offering that course. And then throughout studying and writing other books, I was inspired to create a future self workshop. And so then that became the next step. And that's evolved into my business today, which is Enchanted Life University, where we start, we start with Manifest 10K, we go to future self work, then you come back to a money course and then the future self and then another up-leveled money course for five years. And now I have one coach that's coaching her own clients with me and another one in training. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. So, so it, you, your very first launch, you're saying you had 210 people. Is that what you said? Yeah. Two, 250. And my first, I always like to correct this. My first launch, like post doing it right. You know, uh-huh. I had had, I had tried many launches and got two people before. Okay. But the, okay. F- <laughs> so the, mo- the first successful launch. Yes. Okay. After I, I stopped pushing that because <laughs> I think people think that you like, how do other people do it? Why do they always succeed? And I don't, and it's like, you don't understand if you see all the failures beforehand, yeah. <laughs> before they got to that success, then you'd realize. So, you know, it doesn't just happen like that. Now there are a few people, but it is so rare that most people have to go through trial and error just is. Yeah. And for me, I had to stop pushing the launches that had two people came when I was trying to push, I was trying to force my business to get me out of my job. When 250 Mm -hmm. people showed up was when I really stepped into the beingness because Mm -hmm. what I did when I launched that course, I scripted the whole time, how many clients I had, how much money was coming in every single day, every single time I got stuck writing that course, I'd step into the beingness and put myself in the position of this is successful because what I knew when I quit my job is I didn't know what it felt like to be a successful coach. I knew what it felt like to try really hard, get a couple clients, have a launch with two people, but not really what I wanted and wasn't sustainable. But I knew that I had to tap into that experience of having all these clients and having their success and seeing them grow and seeing the money come into their life. If that's the experience I wanted to create. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, I love this whole concept where you're seeing the difference in your, like you said, stepping back and being able to then just see it unfold in a different way. And it's so the part that I think is so crazy is that everybody out there that starts a business is just like we were, Mm -hmm. it's like force, 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 and you're busy. Like I could be busy all day long and think, there is no way like that little voice inside of me kept saying, just go paint, just go paint, just go paint. And I'd say, I don't have time to paint. I don't have time to paint. I can barely do what I'm doing. And it wasn't till I listened and painted that things started changing and shifting. And so forget what you're saying about stepping back and just really taking in. And I love that you were, you got stuck this is the part I really love about what you said. You got stuck and you stopped and you took a minute to say, okay, what am I, what is my goals? What am I shooting for? And you're, you're stepping back for just a minute to kind of realign your energy. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I think so many people don't do that. Yeah. Well, cause we, cause they get, we get caught in that trap of what's out there that says, you can't do it or you have to work so hard. You know, it even happens with happened recently with one of my coach. She's been a coach for six, six months. She trained for a year before that. And they're only supposed to right now work about six hours a week. 
this is the way I've set it up. And two hours is what we call invitations, which is marketing, what most people call marketing, but we call it invitations. And she was like, I'm spending so much more time. And I'm like, set the timer and allow yourself to get it done in that time. And what do you know, a week later with the timer, she's getting everything done in the two hours that had been spilling over into like all week and taking hours and she was getting burnt out. But it's when we say, and I, I, there's a couple of things, I think outside forces, I think we believe if, if we do more, more will happen. Right. And we have to change that belief and step back and decide if that's the belief we want to have. Um, yeah, different things like that, but it took a week of setting a timer for, you know, the hour for this part and then the hour for this part and everything that magically got done in the two hours that was allowed for that or allotted. You know, I think that's the key too, because when I set an intention and write down, okay, these are the things I need to do. And I set aside a certain amount of time, I'd get them all done. (laughs) It is crazy how that happens, but you have to no distractions, you know, make sure that that time is totally focused on what you need to get done, mm-hmm. but it's doable. And then guess what? You have all this other time that right? you wanted <laughs> in the first place Why you're doing the job that you're doing. Yes. So I love that you shared that because it took one week for her to make the shift. Mm-hmm. And that's because she just set aside an intention of time and, yep. and what she was going to do during that mm-hmm. time. Wow. Super cool. Love it. Yeah, it's fun. I love making those shifts. And I think, you know, I used to think that it had to be these big, huge shifts or had to change these big beliefs. And that was one of the mistakes I was making is I was always trying to like fix it Mm -hmm. instead of just live into what I wanted. Right. Mm. So I would go, you know, in this example, if that was me, I would have like tried to dig in, or I did try to dig in, you know, we talked about my dad's story at the beginning and I really tried to like dig in and fix that. I believed you had to work hard for money, but you can only, you can't fix your way to success. I don't believe you have to create that. You have to create that story that you want to live. And so I could have tried to fix all my life. You have to work hard for money, or I could choose to live into the story. I make money easily. Mm, I love that. I'm curious, uh, just a thought that came up now, these women that you're teaching, is, mm-hmm. is it just women? Uh, oh, I have men. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a few very brave okay. men who okay. show up. So these individuals that you're teaching, are you teaching them to get help along the way? Or is it the beginning? It's just them and they're just learning to manage their time better. I'm curious. Um, so we do every it's manage really. And I, and I would use the word choose instead of manage Okay. choose where they're investing their money, their time and their energy. Okay. And I really teach to look at it as an investment, not a manage or not a balance or not a this because our brain, when we think investment, we think of return, right? So we expect that we, first and foremost, if we're investing money, time, or energy, we start to expect a return from that. And then we also, when we, when we call in an investment, we start to choose differently because we're like, oh, is this where I want to like invest my money? Will I get that return? Is this where I want to invest my time? Am I going to get something that feels good back for that time? Does the investment of time feel like whatever I get back for that? Right. And sometimes we have to invest time. Mm -hmm. And I still talk about that, you know, 
so money, if you're, you know, instead of looking like oh, I have a house mortgage, this is a bill, electric bill, if this, like now you have an investment, you have an investment in your place to live, you have an investment in your heating or your cooling, you're being able to run your computer to really start to shift that both in how we do it. It changes the way we see it, but it also changes the way we invest in those things, our time, our energy, and our money. Yeah. You know what that makes me think of is, you know, they say that when you pay your bills, instead of just saying, oh, this is another bill, it's saying, you know what, I'm helping other people have jobs because I can pay this bill. And, you know, it's kind of like this paying it forward kind of mentality where, you know, I, I have the ability to pay this. And because I pay this, it's helping other people have jobs to be able to to take care of their family too. So it's almost like feels uh, like you're just doing something more than just, you know, paying a bill because we, we all pay bills, right? We have to, but if you put a different mindset to it, that's what it sounds like to me. Like you're saying, it's just putting a different mindset to how you look at things so that it feels better. Like you said, an investment feels better than having to hire somebody and manage and, you know, that kind of thing. So I I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so take us a little bit more into what does it mean as you're teaching people this law of attraction, but it's more about doing less, but having more is there like certain things that you teach them along the way that are more powerful that you feel are maybe the golden nuggets? If somebody was just going through something like this and they were struggling, and I'm going to ask that question. I told you I'd ask, what is one thing that you think that they could do that would really benefit them? to move them from a lack mentality mindset to an abundant mentality mindset. Yeah. Um, And I even, so first I would even take off the lack or the abundance. Okay. And I would, I put that because I think a lot of times when people are trying to change, they pick up all these things from ever. Oh, I need to not be in lack. I need to be in this. I need to. Mm -hmm. And that is taking us out of ourselves and outsourcing that power. Mm-hmm. So what I always say to people is to check your story. So the story that we tell today is the story we're going to live tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So start to pay attention to the words coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. If they are not the life you want to be living, just stop, right? If you start to go into, and you don't even have to identify it, lack or abundance. Like if it's like, if you're saying, oh God, I have so many bills, like just stop. And just like, even just stopping that, right? Because that's what we're creating tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And once we stop some of those stories, it gets quieter and we can start to tell the stories that we want to tell. But just even paying attention, because so many people will say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. I want this. And 20, you know, they'll say that for 10 minutes. And the other 23 hours, they're just saying, how not good with money they are or how money is not good with them or how this, but if you would just pay attention, that's, that is the lot. They don't realize like, Oh, we're putting people think the law of attraction is wanting. Oh, I want to be a millionaire. So I'm going to say that I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire. And that's doing the law of attraction. No, it's what happens the entire 24 hours. And if we're saying, I want that, 
but we're continually telling a story. I don't have enough money. I don't have bills. It's never going to happen. This happens. People screw people with money, da, 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 all the stories, right? If you're doing that for the other 23 hours and 50 minutes, and that's, that's what you're going to create. And that mm. is, that is exactly the way the law of attraction works. And so we don't have to, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to go into fixing. If you just stop and catch yourself, like that's step one, just stop those stories, pay attention. Love it. Are there techniques that you teach or maybe one that you could share that helps them to stop? Like, I know you said, be aware, but some people aren't even aware of what they're saying to themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even be aware? One of my best techniques to start being aware is to set an alarm for an amount of times a day that doesn't feel overwhelming, but feels like enough. So whether that's two or five, and when that alarm goes off, just remember what you were thinking before the alarm went off, right? Was I, yeah, was I, you know, talking about how great my life was or was I complaining to someone about what isn't working, right? And just because that builds that awareness. Yeah. And once you start, then you start to hear all the stories because you're right. We're, we're so often not aware. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the idea of that because it does remind you to say, Hey, what was I just thinking? And, and maybe it's not every minute of every day, but like you said, if you do it that often, you'll start seeing that either you're in a positive or a negative state. Yes. That's how you can tell where you're headed. So interesting. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. That's a great technique for anyone. So how can anyone get a hold of you? Let's say they want to learn about your programs and your steps that you take them through to manifest what they're wanting. Tell us a little bit about your program and a little bit about where they can find you. Absolutely. So you can find anything, my books, podcasts, the programs that I'll talk about at more dot com. So quick links. If you're a reader, if you're a listener, whatever, you just, you're like, I'm ready, go there and you can, they're all easily there.com. Yes. Markcassie.com. Yeah. And that's the name of your podcast and everything. Uh, it has links to the name of my podcast. So if you go to that, it just oh, has links to gotcha. my books. It has links to anything, all oh. the more Cassie you could want. And it has, I love that. yeah. And it has a link to Enchanted Life University, which is what we call our five-year program. You don't have to commit to five years right away. You can start with Manifest 10K, which is where we teach people how to manifest 10K, $10,000. Almost everyone manifests more than that. Um, and we do offer a pay after you manifest. You can start with us. You can get coaching. You can get the daily assignments. Our program is based on 20 minute assignments, five days a week. Sometimes there's a, you know, you might have a shorter assignment and you might have a longer assignment, but the average is 20 minutes, five days a week. And so I'm then, curious, you said pay as you, as they're done. So how much is your program? First of all, pay after you manifest. So you can invest upfront mm-hmm. to work with one of my coaches. It's a thousand upfront mm-hmm. or to work with me, it's 2000 upfront. And those get applied to your five year. Or if you're like, I don't, I'm not there yet, or I don't trust this. You can sign up to pay after you manifest. And so what you do is you agree to that. And every month you submit your form and it says, Oh, I manifested a thousand dollars over my normal money that comes into my life. Um, you agree to track your money and then you send a hundred cause you pay 10%. Interesting. What a cool concept. I really love what you're doing because you are helping them to see. So let's 
say they do the 10K, is there, is there a mountain time that you give them to get the 10K? So you can be in the program for a year. Okay. It can take a year to complete it. Uh-huh. Because um, some people are starting from scratch and you have to, yeah. And even it's probably harder. It's probably easier to start from scratch because some people have probably bad habits. <laughs> so. I mean, it's, it's easy when you do the work because we've set, I've set it up so that, you know, very often when we try to learn something, we like go to a book or we're learning all these things and we're trying to implement all these things that people say to do. Our program gives you an assignment every day that's automatically, you're automatically learning to build trust. You're automatically learning to put space in your life around your intentions. You're automatically learning to look for evidence. You're automatically learning to shift just by the assignments. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot, there's not yeah, a lot of, yeah. yeah, you don't have to think and plan and am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. And if you do question that we have live coaching calls that people get to attend with the program. So the, let's see, you have a few coaches that you have working with you and it, mm-hmm. they do that. It's a thousand dollars. Is that thousand dollars for the whole year or is that monthly? For the year, for the for 10, the as long as, wow. so as long as it takes you to complete manifest 10 K. So some people, it can be completed in six months, but what I found is that it often takes people longer because Mm -hmm. they're growing into the space they want to. And then once they get over that, let me like run towards the finish line. We don't let you, we only let you complete one assignment a day. Mm -hmm. And once people get into that, they tend to realize, oh, slower is better. This is, I'm really taking my time with this and I'm stepping into this person who has more money instead of trying to check off all the assignments to get more money. Yeah. Wow. I really love your, your concept. So if they do the 2000, then they get to work directly with you. Yes. And now does that mean they have coaching calls with you too, or yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So I, four times a week, there's group coaching calls. So it's all group coaching. Cause I actually believe most of the time you get more out of group coaching uh-huh. than individual for a couple of reasons. Number one, sometimes you don't necessarily know that you have a question until someone else asks and you hear the answer and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I, I needed. Agree 100% <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Someone and then, will ask a question and you just are like, what? Like yeah. that is something I hadn't even thought about, but yeah, right. I need that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hearing all those answers down the line, if you come up to that, that answer is already in your brain. So mm-hmm. maybe you didn't need that answer two weeks ago, but someone asked a question and you were listening and absorbing. And then two weeks later, you come up against that. Your brain knows what to do because you've, you've heard that answer. Oh, you're like, Oh, okay, cool. And you can just move through things faster. Perfect. Wow. Well, it sounds like your program is amazing and, and really, really cool to be able to help people. So it's just more Cassie.com. Yep. You can so find go to more Cassie.com. We will put all of this in our show notes. We will make sure and have links for everything. You also have a freebie that you shared with me. That's called your identify. Oh, identify your money. Sorry. That's okay. Dot uh, com. And so what is it they'll receive if they go there? Yeah. So it's identify your money story.com. And we didn't oh, totally didn't put story in. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. I missed something. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And it's a download. You don't even have to include your email. You can just hit download and get it completely wow, complimentary. That is so awesome that you offer that for people. I, I really love that. So this, this technique or this thing that you're going to mm-hmm. give them for free. 
is a way for them to identify what they're telling themselves about money? Pretty much. So when I started interviewing my clients years ago, I started to hear the same stories. And sometimes, cause I just randomly one day said, Oh, well, what was your money story when you started? And I started to get, then I kept asking that question. And I started to get the same five answers. Even people would describe it the same. Oh, I was in survival mode. Oh, I was a hot mess. Right. And so they kind of name themselves a money chaser. I'm a former money chaser and a hot mess. And so when you go, when we're talking about awareness, right? So when you read and you're like, oh, that's the money story. Yep. That's me. Uh It brings that awareness. So the next time you sort of do something or you hop, you know, let's talk about survival. So survival people really hot potato money. As soon as they get it, it's gone. So you can start to become more aware of that and pay attention and start the process of becoming more aware and writing a new money story. Once you're aware of this money story that you've been living. Perfect. Wow. I'm, I always like to check out what my guests get, so I'm sure I'll check it out as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cassie, for being here today, sharing your story. Is there anything else that you want to share before we're done today? Just choose your story. Tell this best story that you can tell to live the best life that you can live. We're going to just stop with that. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Cassie, for being here today, for being on the show, sharing your story, sharing how you've been able to change your life by just being able to change your story and you changed your outcome. So thank you again for being here on the show today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.